Hello, and welcome to the Artificial Podcast with your host Nick Myers. Artificial intelligence, voice recognition, machine learning, robotic, actionable analytics. It is Nick's goal to help everyone understand the impact that emerging technologies are having on our lives both personally and within our organizations. Your glimpse into the growing world of emerging technology starts now. Nick Myers. Nick Myers. Nick Myers. Nick Myers. So, Brett, what do you think this week's episode is going to be about? I don't know. Well. What is it about? Let me tell you in a very mysterious movie trailer sort of way. Can you give me some riddles and I can try and guess? What did I just tell you? I'm going to tell you in a mysterious movie trailer way. Maybe you should just start with that. (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm going to do it now. Are you ready? I'm going to reveal this week's episode. Do it! In a world where conspiracy theories run amok, in a world where truth and fact and reality no longer matters, in a world where many people tend to think that radio waves emitted from cell towers cause cancer and coronavirus, two young boys got together to say... Nay, conspiracy theories. It's time for fact versus fiction of 5G in theaters now. <laughs> I like it. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about 5G. I, I did that totally ad lib, by the way. No rehearsal. Yep. Did you like that, Brett? I did like that. Do you think the listeners like that, Brett? I don't know. I'm not the listener. God! <laughs> Anyhow, welcome back to another week and another episode of the Artificial Podcast. My name is Nick Myers. For those of you returning to our lovely show, thank you. And for those of you who are brand new, welcome. Welcome to the Artificial yeah, welcome, Podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Finally, and of course, have some popcorn. And of course, I'd like to welcome back our producer and all-around exceptional CTO, best friend. Exceptional. I don't know what else to call you. Mr. Brett Brooks. Awesome. Welcome back yet again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody's probably wondering why I'm having you on the show so much. Well, stop wondering. Guests. <laughs> <laughs> like to call it is to see it, don't you? Yep. Hey, no, we got a good guest interview coming up, though. So, oh, that's doing our, we're going to be doing our very first book giveaway. Oh, sick. And it, you know, I've told you this many times, too, that we can, we can have repeat guests. We can, and I think I'm actually going to bring my friend Ming back on the show. Uh, Ming actually did... Uh, when did Ming do the show with me? Ming did an episode with me very early on in the Artificial she Podcast. She was like fourth or fifth, wasn't she? I think she was like the second or third. By Which, by the way, can you believe we're on episode 80? Yes, we That's are. We are on episode 80. That's a feat. Testament to... Testament to our desire to learn about technology, eh? Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Or, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyhow, no, I do plan to have Ming back on the show because Ming and I are like Brett and how we can talk with one another and we'll just go off the rails on so many different things. I think actually what I'm going to be talking with Ming about is this whole addicted to outrage thing that I've been working on. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. what is it? What is a, can you give us a little rundown of what addicted to outrage is? Well, after you had me play that game on Steam, oh, I yes. realized, 
wow, this game calls it as it sees it, which is we're addicted to outrage. Yeah. No matter where we go, due to the media and due to social media, everybody's just addicted to outrage and addicted to finding and being outraged or finding scenarios of, of outrage. So I want to dive into that. I think not a lot of people are talking about that, and Ming and I talk about that quite a bit. So I'm like, you know, Ming, we could do a really good podcast episode on addiction to outrage and what social media and technology has... Okay, she doesn't like me saying that social media and technology have caused our addiction to outrage because she views these these pieces of tech as tools, whereas I'm like, well... Yeah. I mean, that's what tools have always been since we've been cavemen. I mean, like, the hammer and stuff helps us build stuff, but you can also beat some of the head with it. Yeah, so. but, but, but there's a difference between... No, a hammer. I guess and something like Facebook that yeah. makes money off of creating hate. I can't send a hammer it through space to China and hit someone over the head. But with correct Facebook, I can. Well, not China, right? Figuratively speaking. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, yeah, we're going to be doing an episode with Ming coming up. I'm really excited to chat with her again. And Ming, she's just very colorful and doesn't. You know, she says what's on her mind, which is... Oh, she's very blunt and honest. Very blunt. Even more than Brett. And she's from Australia. Yeah, she's from Australia. She's extra blunt and extra honest. But this week, as you heard a bit ago, we are going to be talking about 5G, fact versus fiction. Because, you know, quite frankly, I'm tired of seeing all the conspiracy theories with 5G. And 5G is something we haven't really talked about on the show. And it is an emerging technology, so it fits perfectly. I mean, in a way, where do these conspiracy theories stem from? Or do you at first want to talk about what is 5G? Well, we know they stem from the internet. I think that's a given. But we probably should tell everybody a bit about what 5G is, how it works. Well, I mean, there's got to be like a small, minuscule bad thing about 5G, right, for the environment? Not really, like, no. Does it screw up the how the bee, bees pollinate? No. Is that a conspiracy theory? That's a conspiracy theory. Okay. There is literally this, this up? There is literally nothing different <laughs> between 5G and our current 4G cellular networks, except the amount of information that you can send over 5G is quadrupled. Well, what is 5G? Oh, what, great what, question. What if, what if one of our listeners. Great question, Brett. What if one of our listeners that's listening via technology to our podcast doesn't own a phone? Via, listening via technology. Okay. <laughs> doesn't own a phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> How about we just do what we always do, and I'm, Brett, you're the artificial podcast resident layperson. Why don't you think, what, I can't even talk. Why don't you tell us about what you think 5G is? It's just better phone service. I don't know. It's just, you had 4G. Put some oomph new. behind it. There's what no do you think 5G behind. is? Okay, yeah, I, I, I got my Samsung Galaxy S3, right? But you when don't, you want an iPhone. I well, as my first phone was Samsung Galaxy S3, right? Oh, okay. It had okay. 3G on it. I wanted Wi-Fi more than the 3G because the 3G sucked. Then they came out with 4G with my iPhone 7. Then 4G LTE. And now they have 5G. And you know what? 5G seems to be faster than you know the internet that I pay for with Charter. So. All right. All right. Pretty I don't know good. what it is. I just know that it has a little symbol on my phone in the upper right, and it goes faster. Honestly, that's a that's a great way to think about it. Being Invis- the resident layperson of the artificial podcast, invisible tech, invisible tech. I can't see goes faster. Must be better. Thumbs up. Cool. Good, Brett. That's actually you're you're onto something with that. But I think it's probably due for a more thorough explanation 
before we yeah, dive probably. into why these conspiracy theories have arisen and how we can hopefully spread some facts to oh. try and stop them. Well, well, one more thing I'll add is I know that's the fifth generation, which is what the G stands for. Wow, you actually got into something before I even said it, you smart little duck, you. That's enough of that. But <laughs> continue. <laughs> well, you're you're right that in a nutshell, 5G is the next generation of wireless networks, and that's what the G stands for. And truth be told, until I did research for this episode on a, and on 5G, I did not know that's what the G stood for in our different cellular networks. I thought it meant like gigabits, gigabands, gigawaves, giga guacamole, giga giga, giga giga Monday afternoon, yeah. giga. Giga Bowser. Giga Bowser. All right, we're yeah. in enough of that. But you get my point. Sure. And stands for generation. So like we had 3G was third generation cellular network. 4G was fourth generation cellular network. What? Then they throw LTE in the mix? Like, what is that? Long-term evolution is what that means. That means they couldn't cross the bridge to five, but they it was like 4.5. Sure. You could think of like it like halfway that. from four to five. That's what LTE was. Sure. And now we're on to 5G, so fifth generation cellular networks. And what are some of the key differences of 5G, you may ask, Brett? I know you didn't ask it, but I know you were thinking it. Uh, 5G connections bring much lower latency, wow. more bandwidth, wow. faster cellular data speeds, of course, Incredible. and more intelligent power management. Incredible. So there's a lot to 5G that makes it far different than our current 4G LTE networks. And... Fun fact, Brett, Juniper Research estimates that by 2025, there will be 1.45 billion, yes, billion with a B, active 5G connections worldwide. Holy crap. So you're so, saying one-seventh of the planet will have 5G? Yes. Wow. Now, let's be Not real. A lot. <laughs> it's prob Let's be real. It's probably going to be in more developed countries with... Yeah, no, a, yeah, of course. A, a very high quality but, cellular you know, infrastructure. But you know the world will have that we won't need 5G? Starlink. Shut up. Not, we talked about that last week. Yeah, that's why it's, you know, it's a connection. You know. Right, but as good as Starlink will probably end up being, it still won't come close to 5G. I don't know. I don't really see a 5G tower out in the Sahara Desert. Okay, if you're in an environment where you have access to a 5G cellular network, it will be better than Starlink will ever come close to. Well, how can it be better than Starlink when Starlink can reach into the Sahara Desert? Because when you're closer to a cell tower, you have lower latency and it can transfer data much faster. Starlink still has to beam up to a satellite and no, back. I'm, I'm saying Starlink can cover the whole planet. So it's better than 5G that can't cover the whole planet. There's holes. It's like Swiss cheese. Yes. If, if, if Elon Musk's crazy Starlink plan works out, there will be global internet. But even so, 5G will still be faster. Okay, I'm saying more coverage is better than faster. Oh, so that's the argument you're making. You, you, didn't, you didn't hint at that at all, which is why I've been, I've been getting hot under the collar. What's, what's, what's worse? I don't have anything. Compared to, I do have internet. I think in the I think what, in the developed do you think, world. Do you, think, do you think a person would rather have internet or faster internet? I think in the developed world, in first world countries, the speed matters more than access. <clears throat> hey, I'm not speaking for people. 
Well, I'm, I'm talking about people who've already had quality access to broadband and 4G LTE networks. So yes, faster makes sense versus yes. just having more access because Correct. most people don't think about having more access because most people don't travel and wind up in places where they don't have internet access. Correct. Believe it or not there, Brett. Correct. Yeah, anything else to add to that? No. Okay. <laughs> I just felt like giving you a bit of a, a smacky smack with what well, you were I, trying to argue there. I was arguing that the whole world having internet is better than some people having faster. I'm arguing that faster is better than the whole world having internet. That's just, that's stupid. Well, that's you like, can... that's like that's like running over people, all the people on the train tracks besides running over the one person. You chose all the people to run over. That's what you just did. <laughs> you suck. whatever, whatever. Fine, I suck, but. Even so, I think once we all get access to a developed and high-quality 5G network that actually can do what actually can do what the cell companies are claiming it can do down the road, I I think you'll your tune may be a bit different because if they're able to roll out 5G in the way that they claim they're going to be able to, and it can transfer data at the speeds at which they claim it can be able to, okay. You may not need home broadband anymore. I understand what you're saying, but let's just here hypothetically, let me run this down through your brain and see what you say. A genie comes down. Oh, a genie. I give you a choice. Would you like the whole world to have internet? Or would you like to have first world or would you like to have first world countries have faster internet? What would you choose? You know what, Brett? I'll play with your stupid little scenario here. The whole world, of course, Genie, because that makes everybody happy. And we're, we live in a globalist society, so everybody having access is better than oh, a couple means, having speed. That means Starlink's better. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Have your stupid point. I don't care. Whatever. Let's move on. Anyhow, how does 5G work? Any thoughts? there brett dude i don't know something about cell towers and it goes to the air and it goes my phone and i use it on the right track (laughs) almost there but not quite almost there yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) so like other cellular networks 5g uses a network of cell sites or cell towers that divide their territory into sectors and send encoded data through radio waves so it still functions Pretty much exactly like our current cellular networks, where okay. we have cell towers that send radio I, waves. I still, I don't, I've, I've never known how that works, or I don't know how like Bluetooth works. Like you're telling me, my music goes from my phone through the air for whatever, however, I don't know how it does it to my radio. Radio waves. Sure, radio waves. Don't even know how those work either. There's some kind of are they waving at me? My God, I don't know. Oh, yeah, tell me how radio waves work. Well, I'm not an expert in radio wave lore. You're going to sit there and go, oh, my God, to me. Like, you know everything. I just know radio waves carry information, okay? This is wizard crap. This is wizard shit. I've always said that. I've always said it's magic. We've created magic with cell phones because you can stream music from the air. I've always said that. And multiple other things. I I can wrap my head around a cord. And plug in a cord in. Something travels through a cord. But when you start throwing stuff into the air, and right. it finds its way to my radio, 
And then you're losing me. But what most people probably don't know, and I learned this doing this research too, is that most cellular networks, actually I think almost all cellular networks, are still connected to the internet via a backbone. So they're still hardlined into the global internet infrastructure. Okay. So I thought they communic those cell towers communicated with satellites, and some do, but most have an internet backbone that oh, they route that all sense. of the data and traffic through. That makes sense then. Yeah. So, anyhow, back on topic. Today, 5G can operate on three different bands of radio frequencies, and these bands are low band, mid band, and high band. What are the difference between the three? Are you curious, Brett? Sure. Uh, well, yeah, no, well, you're not. You don't care. You don't care. I was just thinking of some stupid joke, and I'm like, I'm not going to ruin the podcast by saying this. You don't care. I wanted, you, I wanted you to go low band. Or, I, I don't even remember the three because I was thinking about my stupid joke. What was your stupid joke? Now you have to say it. There are three bands. Low band, high band, and ray band. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're done. Dude, Get, off. So Get off my podcast. podcast. Get off my podcast. I'm You're done. ruining the podcast. You're done. You're never going to invite me back on. Stupid, stupid I told stupid, you it was stupid a stupid joke. joke. I told you it was a stupid joke, and you still made me say it. I will say, though, stupid joke, but rather clever. It was clever. That's true. Rather clever. Anyhow, low-band 5G operates in frequencies below 2 gigahertz, which are the oldest cellular and TV frequencies. Mid-band 5G operates in the 2 to 10 gigahertz range, and these networks have about a half a mile range from their cell tower. And internationally, countries have offered around 100 megahertz to each of their carriers for mid-band 5G. And I think 5G that will be most commonly used, from what I've researched, will be in that mid-band mid range. So you're going to have to be within half a mile of a cell tower to get quality 5G service. And then, of course, you have the coup de gras. You have high-band or millimeter wave 5G, and this is the newest form of 5G technology. And this is mostly airwaves in the 20 to 100 gigahertz range. Wow. And they've not actually been used for consumer applications before, only commercial applications. And it's been very hard to implement this type of 5G, the high band millimeter 5G, because these radio waves tend to drop off faster with distance. Oh. And the large amount of data they transfer are going to require more connections to landline internet. How people figure this out, I'll never know. People who are a lot smarter than me and have dedicated their life's work to cellular networks and cellular infrastructure. Now, of course, most of the <clears throat> cell phone carriers in the U.S. and even the world today claim that 5G is available. And in a way it is, but most of the 5G networks are in the low or mid-band. So the true 5G that we're working towards is that high band because it can transfer 20 gigabits per second the okay. theoretically 20 gigabytes per second it can transfer 20 gigabits per second so remember gigabits gigabits is it yes. the same as gigabytes no byte and bit remember there's a difference between megabits and megabytes and gigabits and gigabytes it's just a different way of how you look at the data that's transferred bits it's, bytes it's mostly used in a, if you look at what broadband internet service providers do, like, they never use megabyte because it looks smaller than megabit. 
So for example, mm. you and I both have 400 megabit per second download speed, which yeah. is roughly 20 to 30 megabytes per second. Whatever. I'll, I just, I just thought you were. I just thought you'd be curious to know that because no. it's it's MB more of a marketing thing. MB or GB and whichever one's bigger, it's good just, for me. Just, all you need to know is that twenty gig, gigabits per second coming through a cellular network is really freaking fast. That's okay. all you need to Sounds know. Good. Sounds good. But again, most of it all is marketing puffery right now because most of the five G that AT and T and Verizon and T Mobile all claim to have it is five G, but it isn't high band 5g which mm. is what makes the real difference in the whole scope of of 5g technology cool. and they're rolling it out to more cities so i shouldn't say that only in select cities do these companies actually have high band 5g so verizon has a slow nationwide 5g that they uh base on shared 4g channels but they do have a fast high band 5g in more than 60 cities and the reason it needs to be in a metropolitan area is because the cell towers or the cell boxes <laughs> need to be so close together oh. because of i thought it was to control more people oh my god <laughs> did you by the way did you get your chip yet and your vaccine to link up to 5g yep that's like the yep, running joke right now yep yes i did cool me too uh t-mobile offers mid-band 5G covering 106 million people, and AT&T has mostly slow band across most of the U.S., except high-band high, high band in 35 cities. So they do have high-band 5G, but it's still very early, very new, and it's typically found in only larger cities because of how the cell towers and, and cell boxes need to be placed in order to make it happen. So that's how 5G works. Pretty interesting, huh? Yep. What are you reading? What are you looking up? I'm not reading anything. I'm reading the what's next on the notes. Fact versus fiction. I don't believe you. What do you mean you don't believe me? What do you think 5G means for emerging technology? Hmm? 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 For emerging technology? Yes. Well, we'll probably be able to get better technology because stuff will be able to run faster with the 20 gigabits or big gigabytes, whatever it's what it is. Um, so gigabit. we'll have better stuff like gigabit. You said. Gigabit per second. Gigabit. Cool. Um, yeah, so we'll have better technology in the future because um, we'll be able to have faster internet out and about. And we we want to be, uh, you know, hooked up to it. So we'll probably see more stuff like AR goggles. That'd be pretty cool. That link up mm, to yes, internet. yes, yes. Like the Oculus, um, like the not the Oculus, but the uh, what's that thing on uh, Ready Player One? What's it called? The place they all go. Um, the Oasis, the Oasis, unfortunately, Oasis. I don't think nope. that'll ever become a reality. Nope, but... all we need is 20 gigabits, and we can do it. <laughs> uh, how many gigabits do you think it would take for us to have the Oasis? I don't even want to speculate because it's, an, really amount, it's an amount of data and computing power that is unhither to anything we currently have. talking about something fictional. It's not speculation anymore. It's just having fun. I'm I, a million, I don't know. A sure. million... A million. A million. There we go. We'll go with that. Well, some of your thoughts on how 5G will be impacting and already is different areas of emerging tech are accurate. Well, you can also think of like when we get iPads and stuff in our toasters and our fridges, they'll probably have 5G on them and crap. I guess Wi-Fi would like, work for that too, though. Well, they'll probably have some type of 5G receiver too, depending maybe, on what. Maybe, maybe um, vending machines. 
probably more futuristic in the future and they can have 5g linked up to them well actually you know it's interesting you bring that up so i was talking with my aunt yesterday and they just got all brand new appliances for the new kitchen that they they built in their house and she said all of the appliances are wi-fi enabled and they can be controlled via an app cool which i knew this but it was interesting hearing her explain it to me like they could be away from the home and turn on the stove or the dishwasher or the microwave or the classic i turn off the stove or yes you can so, do that and see if it's yeah. on say you go all the way to hawaii and you're like oh no i forgot to turn off my stove what would you do 20 years ago you cry or call your neighbor and be like Mary, Mary, I left my stove on. Please check on my house to make sure it didn't blow up, right? My dog's in there, my little Toto. Now, Toto. you can turn on the app. You can turn on the app and turn it off, right? Future. Yes, yep. I give, I, give you, I give you 2021. You can get analytics now with your appliances from what she told me. And, of course, it learns over time, providing you with a bunch of extra stuff. I don't know. I've I've known about the internet connected appliances for a while, but to actually now have a family member who has them and and kind of learn more about them is pretty interesting. So, but I think out of most of the new emerging technologies, five G is going to have by far the greatest impact as it rolls out over the next five ten years. Until we have six G, that's not coming for a long long time yet. Think, look how long it took them to get to five G. I mean, if you think about it, we've only had 4G LTE networks since late well, like 2000s. 4. 4G LTE was like, well, I probably graduated 2011, 2012. Yeah, late 2000s, early 2010s. Yeah. So it's took about a decade to get to the point they are now with 5G. Yeah. But right now, we do live in a world of Internet of Things, so devices that are all connected to the Internet. But with 5G, that's just going to grow exponentially as everything now is able to communicate incredibly efficiently with other devices, mm-hmm. which I think will be a, a game changer. And I was also reading, you know, right now how smartphones still have some type of local storage, right? So like yeah. uh, internal storage. Well, again, if 5G ends up ends up being able to accommodate a 20 gigabits per second transfer rate, with an incredibly low, less than one millisecond latency, yeah, there is some speculation that onboard smartphone storage may become obsolete because if you could store everything in the cloud or a private cloud server and access it on demand, what's the point of having onboard storage? There's no point. Exactly. So save future, money. Future smartphones may not have onboard storage, which you I know think how much is money these you know how much money these phone companies are going to make if they can take away that from the hardware. Take that I off the hardware. See, I don't even know if it'll be the cell phone companies or the, the cell phone carriers that do that. I'm thinking you're going to look at Apple and Microsoft and Google making way more no. money with their cloud services and I, Amazon. No, because... I don't. No, it's, I don't. I wasn't talking about the cloud service. I was talking about oh. the phone companies just not even putting in it into the hardware. Oh, yeah. Apple's going to save so much money not yeah. having to do that. And uh, any of the samsung and htc and lg and all the other smartphone manufacturers are going to save a ton of money i'm sure all that extra money will trickle down to the employees oh i'm sure and i also think ar powered devices will become more mainstream like this new apple ar headset that is speculated to come out this year because think about it if you're going to be wearing an ar device constantly it's going to need 
a lot of data in order to function. Yep. It's going to need to be able to send and receive a lot of data. So if you have 5G, snap your fingers, boom, done. And if we ever want a world where all cars are self-driving and need to communicate with one another, we're going to need 5G for the ultra-low latency and data transfer speeds because a car is going to need to be instantaneously reporting data to and from a server so, you know, it doesn't crash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, like, Tesla self-driving cars are pretty good right now yeah. without having that capability. But just think when all of the self-driving cars are connected to a central network and are able to talk with one another and learn from one another, and you're going to need 5G to do that. That's been crazy. That's it, crazy. I, it probably won't happen in our lifetimes, but it will happen. Yeah. It sucks. Seems like we're, we're coming up to a pretty cool future that we're going to miss. Wow, way to... Way to take the podcast for a turn. But instead we get this. Thanks for, for, for making everybody sad, Brett. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> On a roll, getting all pumped about what 5G is going to bring to the table. It's going to be really sad that we can experience this. <laughs> I'm talking like 150 years from now. Okay, Eeyore. Well, 150 years from now, maybe it could be, well, I guess... Could be a burning pile of ash. The earth could be. Who knows? Just uh, stop talking. It You're seems, done. seems pretty cool. But you know what else seems cool? That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. 70s seem pretty cool, too. That's all you got to say. Let's let's not go down the whole earth being burnt and death and dismemberment. No, we're not. We're not doing that. It's not what this show's about. I didn't say dismemberment. I just said burning pile of ash. Okay. Anyhow, now that we've gotten through the what, the how, and I guess the what again with what 5G means for emerging tech... Let's get into what Brett has been looking forward to most here, and I'm sure all of you have who are listening and or watching. 5G conspiracy theories. Yeah. That's probably why most people click on this video. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <gasps> wow. Did you like that? Yeah, that was amazing. Did you like that? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Did you like that? Well, as we well know, in this age of post-truth and misinformation, there have been a lot of conspiracy theories circulating around the internet on 5G. And our goal, with the time left we have in this episode, is to highlight some of those major conspiracy theories and disprove them completely. Can I say my favorite one? Sure, Brett. You my take, favorite, take it away. My favorite was how they have to set up the 5G towers. And to do that, to set, up, to set them up, and I have people go loopy and crazy from the waves. They did the coronavirus to keep us all inside for a couple of weeks. Wait, explain that one again. What? So they have to put up the 5G towers, right? Yeah. Oh, when they're put them up, if people were buying them, it would kill people. And then they couldn't get away with their devious plan to put up 5G towers because people would realize that people are dying from these towers. So to keep people away so from the towers... They kept them inside their houses for two weeks by saying there's the coronavirus. So the conspiracy theory is the coronavirus was created by the hidden world order cabal. Yeah, whatever. To keep people inside so they could put up their mind-controlling 5G towers. Yes. And uh, the vaccine has the chip in it to control you via 5G. We'll find that out in about 14 months. When well, we all die, apparently. I can definitely say that having a friend ming who we were talking about earlier who actually has been microchipped yeah she's a chip yeah there is no way to inject a microchip into a human body 
through a vaccine that we, that we know of publicly. The cabal sure. has the cabal that has we know of publicly because she showed me the microchip that she got put into her hand. It's pretty, and big. it's it's not injected. There actually is like you got to make a small incision and put it in. Yeah, it's like a kind of looks like a pill, like a tiny pill, right? No, it's like a grain of rice, about as big as a grain of rice. So a, a pill the size of a grain of rice. Okay, I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But <laughs> with that being said, you cannot a, a grain of rice cannot be sent through the syringe that is used for a vaccine. It is just, that's not possible. No, it's not. So stop! Crazy people. But this whole conspiracy, I mean, I, I saw, I've seen plenty about are, 5G and coronavirus, but I, I did not know about the one you just brought up about these are, people these thinking are pretty that. Crazy. These are pretty crazy. These, these are like Q-level crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure the, the, the QA non-anonymous guys have probably dove into some of these, I'd imagine. With their, the one guy that made it on 4chan? The one guy that started the movement on 4chan? No, there's another podcast called QAnon Anonymous. Oh. And their whole yeah. podcast is just diving into the crazy crap of QAnon. I'm sure there's probably an episode where they've talked about the 5G conspiracy theories. And were, you the one, were you the one that said... No, I, I'm not going to bring it up. You, uh, yeah, what, not so relevant. What, what, what conspiracy theory do you have for us? I have a couple. Okay. Well, I'd like to preface all this by saying that in all of the research I did, and again, I don't claim to be a massive expert on 5G, but through all of the literature and the journals and the articles from very credible news sources that I have reviewed, I can honestly say on this podcast, 5G is 100% safe according to experts. And it's sad that we even have to mention this. Yeah, the experts are on the cabal side. And the most fear that comes from 5G is the different radio wave bands that it uses right i already explained what low band was we've been using that for decades yeah i've explained what mid band was and we've been using that for a while most of the fear comes from the high band and millimeter wave 5g because it's never been used for consumer purposes before so i get a bit of hesitation but at the same time there's research out there that says millimeter wave 5g technically operates well okay let me take a step back the fear is that millimeter wave 5G operates on a frequency equivalent to microwave radiation. So, yeah. of course, as we know, microwave radiation exists within our microwaves used to cook our food. So people hear that and they're like, oh, you're trying to cook us alive. I can well, see where that would be a problem if we were all in a tight metal container. Well, we're not. Let me, let, me, let me lay down some facts here. So, sure, it does operate on the same spectrum as microwave radiation... However, it cannot become ionized and penetrate human skin. Physically impossible. And in fact, high band 5G is easily blocked by leaves, walls, glass, cars, and clothing, which actually makes it incredibly difficult to implement because it can be blocked by so many things. Do you know what I mean by when I say that? Well, even so, you'd have to have it run through our body to the point where it's provide enough molecular like gamma radiation the fuck up yeah which but it does that, not uh, do great. i mean microwaves pass through a body too but in incredibly high amounts like if you stuck somebody's head into a microwave i would advise against that but 5g but you couldn't even do that no. the door would be open the microwaves wouldn't be able to bounce off enough to even explode your head or anything also yeah, true you'd have to get a human-sized box just like a, a microwave except in the movie box. Except in the movie Last House on the Left, where at the end scene, they stick the guy's head in the microwave and it explodes. 
Oh, well, if they cut it off first, then <laughs> stick it in there. Yeah, that'll work. No, no, he was alive and they stuck his head in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Just see that movie. It's pretty good. Oh, Last House and I thought, I thought I did. Maybe not. Well, Anyhow. But 5G makes... It's incredibly... That's what makes 5G very hard to implement successfully, at least the high-band 5G that has that 20 gigabits per second data transfer speed because it can be blocked by so many things. So, with that being said... What are some of the conspiracy theories? Like I just mentioned, the big one is 5G is microwave radiation. That will fry us all. And survey says false. That one is false, believe it or not. Studies of millimeter wave 5G have shown that it doesn't penetrate human skin. And at its strongest levels of power, uh, higher than any 5G network will ever use it. So what am I trying to say here? Studies have shown that it doesn't penetrate human skin, and even at its strongest levels, which will be higher than any 5G network ever uses, it only makes things slightly warmer. Slightly. Well, that, that doesn't help with global warming, then, does it? Brett, it's, it's, it's from a radiation standpoint. It's not freaking fossil fuels and carbon dioxide. Totally different. Be quiet. I'm just saying, it's going to warm things <laughs> up, man. Anyhow. <laughs> Only at incredibly high levels can it raise the temperature of something slightly, but it'll never be used in that capacity over a 5G network. No, it won't. <laughs> so, second oh, conspiracy man. theory. 5G is sucking all of the oxygen out of the air. And <laughs> survey says... Hey, hey. Survey says... False. False. I was, I was going to bring up, you can see how, how I just said that, like it'll go towards global warming. How easy it is for people to just say something and it just takes off. Right, but that ultimately falls on personal responsibility and people believing things without thinking. Well, that's like half the human population, specifically in America, or the United <laughs> States of America, I should say. Throw around your beliefs about the United States more, Brett. Just chuck them. Keep, keep chucking them. Well, there are stupid people across the globe. I'm just saying a, lot, a large portion reside here in this country. Anyhow, 5G is not sucking all of the oxygen out of the air. Fact. Third, 5G caused the coronavirus pandemic. Survey says... Probably false. False. 5G did not cause the coronavirus pandemic. There is no way that 5G could cause the coronavirus at all. And let's just say people believed this one so much to the point that... In the UK, they set cell phone towers on fire. See, that's what I'm saying. Like Last year. It's not just the United States that's dumb. There's people all across the globe. But people believe this one so much yeah. that they destroyed property. Yep. <laughs> and last one. Wow, it sounds, like, sounds like something that happened January 6th or 4th. <laughs> I not remember which day it was. Are you talking about the Capitol thing? <laughs> yeah. People believe something so much, they destroyed property. Oh, I, I see what you did there. That was a good one. That was yeah. a good one. Uh, last one. 5G will cause cancer. Survey says... False. False. Well, actually, when it comes to this one, we... This one's actually kind of funny. This one's kind of funny because... We, we still don't actually know entirely if current cell networks and cell radiation cause cancer. But no one seems too concerned, so I don't worry too much about this. Oh one. my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding you, actually. Um, oh no. We still don't... Well, oh. you, you, you remember all the studies that came out about people 
holding cell phones up to their head and the radiation causing brain cancer and brain tumors. Now, is I this, think that this, was unfounded. Is, but Is this kind of like saying there's no studies saying it does and there's no studies saying it doesn't, so we don't know? Yes. Oh, okay. So that's like saying there's no studies saying potatoes, smashed potatoes cause cancer. Don't you think, though, by this time, if cellular radiation and radiofrequency cause cancer, we'd have known about it and we'd see a lot more instances of cancer with a direct correlation to cell phones i mean you do see way more cancer these days but there's also way more people too and there's also way better medical technology to help identify it correct that's that's good that's very true yes so that's what i'm saying is although we still don't entirely know down you know down to the 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 pen point why did i just say that that made no sense we still we still don't entirely know but again nobody seems too concerned hey you know what so at least my it. internet's faster i don't care there you go. If if having That's the faster, spirit. if having faster internet means that I die quicker, so be it, right? That's right, Brett. Got to download those Destiny two, uh, those Destiny two DLC when it comes out, huh? Quick as possible. Sure. Sure. What? I'm just saying. You play PC games, so of course you want fast internet. Correct. And if that means getting cancer and dying, then I guess whatever. <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. That, that, horrible. That's, that's horrible. That'd be horrible. I'd, I'd rather edit, go and gather edit that out. And, I'd rather go and. It's fine. I'd rather go gather <laughs> berries and stuff and just be a caveman, if that meant. Or you know what? Just stick with 4G LTE. That hasn't given me cancer yet, for as far as I know. Maybe it has. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for your thoughts, as always, Brett. <laughs> always so insightful. I like, I like how we're making uh, this section, like, how you're not supposed to believe conspiracy theories, and now I have a newfound fear of 5G. I'm probably getting cancer as we speak. My phone has 5G. So you're telling me when I hold my phone up to my face, I give myself brain cancer. And that's this week's episode. Maybe if my my mom knew that, she'd call me less. (laughs) (laughs) My goal is to see how many times I can put Nick's uh, palm to his forehead. Sadly, if you told your mom that, she probably would believe you and call you less. (laughs) Just like that one time she texted you about the McDonald's salads. I'll never forget that. Oh, Ron McDonald? I forgot. Because <laughs> she about. mentioned something about tossed salad. and you. Oh, was... I'm like, does Ron McDonald toss a salad himself? She's like, you bet he does. <laughs> she didn't know what tossed salad meant. That was funny. Truthfully, I didn't know what that meant until you told me either. So. Oh, okay. Well, and we're not going to bring it up on this show. So, yeah, anyhow. Detail. Anyhow, that's 5G. That is 5G fact versus fiction. Anything else you want to add, Brett? No, I have our, nothing to add. This is just credits. This, 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 this was just, you know how like a roller coaster, you know, you're on the incline. I was so excited for the conspiracy theory part to talk about it. And then we finally go down. But then the roller coaster just goes down to hell. And now we're here. Oh, okay. I liked it. This is this fun to talk about. I great. hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Anyhow, even so, Brett, thank you for taking the time to hop on the Artificial Podcast and chat. What are you about talking 5G. about? Don't even, don't even say that anymore. Like, taking the time I, to hop on the podcast. I am now obligated to do this damn podcast. Do you think you're... Well, I'm just saying, thank you for taking the time because I know you edit it and do everything else with it. 
Well, okay. I'll just take the compliment. You're thank welcome. you. Be quiet. Also, yeah, okay, thank good. you to, of course, all of our artificial podcasters who listen to the show each and every week. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you as well, since we are trying to grow our YouTube channel. And, of course, if you subscribe to us on YouTube, thank you for doing so. Oh, I'm setting, doing up a pa- so. I'm setting up a Patreon, too. Were you going to talk about that? Yes, I was going to get to that. Thanks for jumping the gun. You're welcome. <laughs> And, of course, thank you to all of our listeners who subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Next week's episode, we are going to be welcoming Dr. Steve Schwartz, an AI researcher and veteran of artificial intelligence, to the Artificial Podcast. He and I are going to have an excellent chat about AI, the cold hard facts. He recently came out with a book that we'll be talking about a bit, and we'll actually be giving away a copy of Dr. Steve's book on the show. So stay tuned for that. And of course, reminders, make sure to smash, 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 smash that subscribe button on YouTube and click the bell for notifications if you're watching us on YouTube you know, right now. Should be using that voice mod for that part. That'd be cool. Smash, 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 smash. Smash, 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 smash that subscribe button on YouTube. Is that what you wanted? And hit that notification bell. <laughs> also, make sure to follow the Artificial Podcast on Facebook and Twitter by searching for our handle at the Artificial P. You can visit us on the web at www.theartificialpodcast.com, where you can become a Patreon subscriber to the Artificial Podcast Plus. We are listener and watcher supported, so. Feel free to check that out if you're interested. And you can also join our new Discord community by heading over to our website. So, anything else, Brett? I have nothing for you. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Artificial intelligence. Voice recognition. Machine learning. Robot. You've been listening to the Artificial Podcast with your host, Nick Myers. Nick Myers. To stay up to date with all of our latest episodes, you can subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Or you can visit us on the web at www.theartificialpodcast.com. Until next time.